Welcome to Wholesome Health for Youth podcast, where I'm introducing young generations to holistic traditions. I'm Julia Dolgorova, your host, and this is the second bonus episode. Welcome back. I hope you guys are doing well. I know it hasn't been a full week since the last episode, but I thought for this week's episode, we should do a bonus episode about the story of Thanksgiving. I just said episode so many times, I'm sorry. If you remember, um, for Halloween, um, I had like a special where I talked about the origin of Halloween and how it all started. Um, and then I did that episode when I, when I did the Halloween episode, it fell on a Monday fun part for the schedule and the cycle. Um, so if you guys remember, I go through the cycle where I have like, um, a nutrition episode, an herbalism episode, a gardening episode, a homesteading episode, and then Monday fun episode. So the Halloween one fell on Monday fun, so it like worked out well, but um, the Thanksgiving one didn't. So um, I'm doing a special. Since the last Monday's episode I did on back to Eden Garden and soil types and stuff, which you guys should go give that one a listen. Um, it's pretty fun. It's really interesting. I thought so um, about starting your own back to Eden Garden and figure out, figuring out, fi- oh my goodness, figuring out what kind of soil type you have and that kind of stuff. So I thought we could have like um, a bonus episode. So here it is. Uh, anyways, there isn't going to be a simple switch, um, because this is just a bonus episode, but next Monday we'll go back to doing simple switches and stuff, so keep an eye out. But before we start, I just wanted to say thank you guys so, so much. In just three months, we have hit 103 downloads on the podcast, and I am so extremely thankful for you guys. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for you guys, and I'm honestly really impressed that this could have even happened in such a short amount of time. Like, I, I don't know. It's amazing to me. I'm so happy to see uh, people enjoying the podcast and I hope we can build an even bigger community of like-minded people where we can relate to each other and share our knowledge with each other. Um, I was also thinking about how the name of the podcast is Wholesome Health for Youth, obviously, but honestly, that doesn't only have, like, it doesn't only have to be for youth. People of all ages can listen. And I'm thinking to possibly change the name, um, for the new year, change it to Wholesome Health for All, maybe, or something along those lines. Um, let me know if you have any name suggestions to change it to. I des- definitely want Wholesome Health for in it, but I just need, like, for who, you know? Because it was for youth, but I feel like people of all ages could listen. It's not only for youth. So let me know what you think. Um, Also, let me know if you have any suggestions on things that I maybe have to work on or change. Give me all your criticism and don't be afraid to be honest. Um, If you want episodes to be longer, I can work on that. Or if you have uh, a segment you recommend or maybe like I talk too fast and I need to slow down. Um, I really want to make this podcast enjoyable for you guys and I will make changes wherever it's needed. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to also tell you guys and update you guys about my kitten. So I don't know if you remember, but a few episodes back, I talked about how we rescued a kitten. Her name is Lucy and she's doing really well, actually. So when we first got her and she was uh, sleeping in my room, she would like jump all over me at night and like 
start clawing at my bed and whatever and going crazy because she would get like late night zoomies but recently she's actually been doing really well and for the past maybe two or three weeks she doesn't wake up at night and the key is before bed I play with her a lot so that she gets her energy out and she'll like run around my room and go downstairs and whatever and then she'll run back upstairs and then after she gets her energy out I like calm her down and we calm down I go into my bed she comes into my room she lays down she has like a spot where she lays down next to my um pillow like there's a a little wad of like blankets that I made for her and she just lays in it and that's where she sleeps right next to my pillow and it's really cute and she knows like around what time my alarm goes off for school so she that's when she wakes up when my alarm goes off but the only thing that's kind of unfortunate is on the weekend she knows around like the time that I would wake up for school which is 6 15 and that's when she wakes up on the weekend too because she's she's into the routine she knows that 6 15 is the time but obviously on the weekend I wake up at like 9 or 9 30 so it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of frustrating but it's fine I know that it's just because she gets into the routine so usually on the weekend I'll just wake up and go feed her because I feed her in the morning uh, when I wake up for school. That's why she wakes up because she's hungry and that's when she wants to eat. So I just go run downstairs quickly and feed her. And then I come back upstairs and fall back asleep on the weekends. That's how it's been going. But um, yeah, other than that, she's been really good. She roams the whole house now. So only at night um, she comes into my room and I close the door because... If I don't close the door, she goes into my parents' room and she starts jumping on them and she doesn't let them sleep. So she stays in my room and she sleeps all night. Um, and then during the day, we keep the door open and she just roams around and she goes in and lays on my brother's bed. She loves sleeping on my brother's bed. And then she goes and she climbs onto the chairs, on the dining chairs. I don't know. She's just always all over the place. And her and my dog Porter, my dog Porter is a Rottweiler and he's huge, but they've been getting along really well too. Um, he's kind of scared of her, which is funny because he's huge um, and she's tiny, but I think it's because um, whenever he comes up to her, she'll like swat her paw at his nose and I think that's what scares him and it's so sad but they're getting better now like the other day she she tried to jump on him to like get on top of him and it was really funny and he was so confused oh and then this super funny thing happened um so our stairs that go up and down stairs <laughs> um they don't have a railing so the side of it is just like a little platform um on the side of the stairs and it goes like with the angle of the stairs so it just goes down and it's probably like four inches wide it's just like a little um piece of wood and she learned this trick she gets to the top of it and then she grabs it with her paws and she slides down and it's so funny and cute i don't know how she learned how to do it but it's hilarious and then the other weird thing that she does is um so my parents their mattress um on their bed platform it kind of hangs over the edges because i don't know that's just kind of the style of their bed it's like one of those like it looks like it's floating kind of but it's not actually floating so she'll go to the underside of the mattress and she'll claw onto it with all four paws and start running 
like upside down along the mattress and she'll go around the whole perimeter of the mattress and it's so hilarious she looks like spider-man that's what we call her we call her (laughs) spider-man it's really cute though but yeah that's how lucy's been doing in case you're wondering um maybe i'll post some pictures of her on my instagram story because she's really really cute and she's getting really big but anyways let's talk about the story of thanksgiving i got a little off topic there uh the episode shouldn't be too long it's just kind of like for fun since thanksgiving is today the day i'm posting this it's not actually thanksgiving the day i'm recording this it's actually wednesday um november 23rd so the day before thanksgiving but tomorrow is thanksgiving and that's when i'm posting this episode so we're gonna pretend like today is thanksgiving um It's probably one of my favorite holidays ever, to be honest. I love to eat, and I love that it's cold outside, but, like, the house is cozy, and everyone dresses up nice. I just love the vibe of Thanksgiving. And I remember that in elementary school, we learned about the story of Thanksgiving and um, the things that happen and stuff, but honestly, I don't remember. Um, I know it's a meal that Native Indians shared with pilgrims, but that's about it oh and that on this day we tell our friends and family how thankful we are to have them but that's all that i really remember and i've only been out of elementary school for well i'm in high school i'm in senior year so not that many years um so i can imagine if someone is out of high school already they probably forgot what they learned in elementary school so here's how it started um, most of what we have learned about Thanksgiving and the er- early settlers of America is from William Bradford's journal. So he wrote notes about how in 1620, uh, the Mayflower brought pilgrims to Plymouth Rock, where they established a colony and then began to farm. And I googled online what's left of Plymouth Rock and like if it still exists, and it's literally just a chunk of rock <laughs> and a memorial was like built around it. It's kind of like a little gazebo, and in the center, fenced off, is the rock. It's about the size of, like, um, like two chickens, I would say. I measure in chickens. That's my measurement system. So the rock is about two chickens worth of a size. <laughs> so anyways, that's all that's left of it. It used to be big enough for a whole boat to settle on it, but Bradford wrote that a year after the pilgrims arrived... Um, They had a big harvest and decided to give thanks for all the food that was grown um, with a three-day celebration. Although not all is true, historical records have shown that there was indeed a meeting between the pilgrims that came to Plymouth Rock and a tribe called the Wampanoag. So um, that's the tribe that lived where the pilgrims arrived in Plymouth. Uh, But the Native Americans weren't honored guests, and it's likely that they weren't even invited to the feast. Um, Many historians even now believe that the Wampanoag soldiers have heard, they heard gunshots during the celebration and screams from the pilgrims, and they thought that the pilgrims were under attack, and because they had a treaty of mutual defense with the pilgrims, 90 soldiers went out to help and try to, like, see what was going on. But there wasn't actually any type of attack. It was just that the pilgrims were celebrating with gunshots. But the pilgrims celebrated in 1620. But that wasn't actually the first Thanksgiving. The real first Thanksgiving happened in the fall of 1621 in what's now Massachusetts. Um, The celebration of Thanksgiving wasn't well known until Bradford's journal was found and published by a magazine editor. 
in the early 1800s. And in 1863, Abraham Lincoln, who was the president at the time, um, declared Thanksgiving as an official U.S. holiday. He saw it as a way of reuniting the country after the Civil War, and he put it on the calendar as the last Thursday of November. And then in 1941, it was changed to the fourth Thursday of November uh, because there were some years when there's a fifth Thursday in November. So kind of to help with the confusion, they decided to just say the fourth Thanksgiving in November is Thanksgiving or the, <laughs> sorry, the fourth Thursday in November is Thanksgiving. And then he extended the holiday by adding Black Friday, which boosts the economy. And it still does every year ever since then. Um, Black Friday boosts the economy. But back to the original Thanksgiving, it doesn't have many similarities to how we celebrate today. The original was a celebration of the harvest, religion, pagan tradition, and practical traditions dating back many, many centuries. They had bonfires and songs and food and gunshots, which took, which got the attention of the Native Americans, but um, it was the way they celebrated their gratitude for God um, with the bonfires and stuff. So they had basically kind of like Thanksgiving prayers. There was no potluck dinner where pilgrims decorated with paper chains and Native Americans brought roasted turkey. There was a meeting, and the Native Americans and pilgrims had a meal together, although, according to Bradford's journal, the people from the Wampanoag tribe brought deer and some type of cooked fowl, but it was probably most likely not turkey. It was probably duck. But they also ate cranberries, vegetables, cornmeal, and pumpkins, but obviously not pumpkin pie. (laughs) But... There's a lot of controversy in the Thanksgiving story. Um, the version that we're taught in school tends to be much happier than what actually happened. There was so much conflict with white settlers and Native Americans and so much bloodshed that would come in the next two centuries. So I thought I'd share some myths of Thanksgiving and then the actual truth. So the first myth is that the first Thanksgiving started the tradition that founded the holiday, when actually the celebration was to celebrate the harvest in 1621, and it wasn't repeated every year. The next official Thanksgiving day was after a massacre that settlers had started, and in Bradford's journal, he wrote that Thanksgiving should be to celebrate the victory of the battle. Uh, when actually they had killed 400 people. So it's pretty terrible. Uh, The next myth is that pilgrims and Native Americans were friends who worked together. When actually settlers took whatever they wanted while Native Americans died from diseases that the settlers brought over. And many Native Americans um, were captured and sold into slavery. There was a na- there was a man named um, Squanto who you might have heard of. He was famous for translating and teaching the settlers how to farm native crops. Well, he learned those skills because he had no choice. When he was a kid, he was kidnapped and sold to slavery in Spain. And when he returned back to Cape Cod, he found that he was the last living member of his tribe. And because of this, he used his skills to translate and teach the settlers because he had no other choice the next myth is that pilgrims taught the native indians about thanksgiving many people think that the settlers brought life to the uncivilized native indians when the native indians had their own traditions and their own way of life and virtues long before the settlers arrived and their way of life was good and it worked well for them um now there's tons and tons of things that surround thanksgiving and thankfully it's not celebrated 
um, because of a battle victory, but instead just a way to show thankfulness for food, for family and friends, and lots of yummy food is to be had, which is my favorite part. Um, in my family, we eat turkey, mashed potatoes, cranberry jam, salads, green beans, and more. Um, and everyone has different traditions. One of my family's traditions is that my godmother and godfather make this delicious butternut squash soup. It's like a little bit spicy and it has Italian sausage in it. Um, so everyone eats a bowl of that soup first and then turkey and everything else that comes along. Uh, I know some people do Friendsgiving or they have like separate Thanksgivings for each side of the family. Um, this year, my brothers can't make it to Thanksgiving, but uh, yeah, they, they have to be on duty in the military. We thought that they'd be able to come, but they can't. So I'm kind of upset about that, but hopefully they can be here for Christmas. Anyways, that's the story of Thanksgiving. I hope you guys learned the real story of what actually happened that day. And let me know what traditions you or your family have around the holiday. Um, follow the podcast on Instagram at Wholesome Health for Youth. I post updates on future episodes and pictures that go along with um, what I spoke about and stories and stuff. But next week's episode is going to be on homesteading. So stay tuned to see the topic. I'm thankful for all you guys and the impact the podcast is starting to have. Um, have a good Thanksgiving. Bye, guys.